Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is, wow, March 1st. Welcome to the month of March. <clears throat> Praise God. It's Friday and we got this thing going. I want to welcome you today. It's so good to see you, man. Oh, man. Uh, we have a lot in store for today. Praise God. I know many of you uh, are going through situations and uh, I want you to know that you're not alone. That God is always with you. He's standing with you and he's behind you. A lot of us don't understand how far God is behind us. So <clears throat> we are coming to the end of chapter 16 of John. And, uh, and Jesus is just about to leave. And it's uh, the disciples, you know, we're going to talk about them in a second. But you have to understand that you are not alone. Remember, when Jesus left, he left us the Holy Spirit. He gave us the Holy Spirit. The Father is always with us. The Holy Spirit is always with us. Amen. Don't you, don't you just love the fact that the Holy Spirit is always with us? We're going to pray first, and then we're going to get into this thing. So thank you, Lord, for your goodness and, the, and your grace. We thank you for your mercies today. Thank you. For being Jehovah Shammah, the Lord that is with us, the Lord who is there. So we bless your name. We honor you. You know that that model prayer says, hallowed be your name, glorified, honored, lifted high is your name. Amen. Amen. I want to invite you to go ahead and, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Subscribe to my podcast, Tom and Sarah, either Encountering God Ministries or Abounding Hope, and we can get there. So I want to thank you for being with me today. <clears throat> so remember, Jesus is about to leave, and the disciples are like, what is he talking about? He's supposed to free us from Rome. And then he says this in verse 22. So you will also pass through a time of intense sorrow when I am taken from you but you will see me again and then your hearts will burst with I love that word burst burst with joy with no one able to take it from you for there here is eternal truth again it's not temporal it is eternal it always is there when that time comes you won't need to ask me anything but instead, you will go directly to the Father and ask him for anything you desire, and he will give it to you because of your relationship with me. It's translated also, uh, he will give it to you in my name. Remember, it's in his character. He said it before, and we talked about it. If you ask anything, if it's contained in his character, he will do it. That's part of the redemption of Calvary. Calvary gave us the redemptive name of God, um, <clears throat> seven of them actually, and, uh, and, and we'll talk about them in a second. But the deal is, is that he gave you redemptive name, name paid for on the cross, redeemed, because we're redeemed by the blood of Jesus, redeemed on the cross and the seven redemptive names of God. Now, I want to explain something. In Genesis 1, it says that he is Elohim. He is 
the God who is out there. He's all he's around everywhere. He's out there. In Genesis chapter two, he calls himself Jehovah. That is a personal name. That is a uh, the, the name means self-existent one who reveals himself. When you see Jehovah or Yahweh, he's self-existent and he reveals himself. God wants to reveal himself. So how does God want to reveal himself? His character includes Jehovah Shammah, the God who is there. We have Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, our peace. I'm going to do this really quickly, but Jehovah Shammah, the Lord who is there, have you ever felt alone? Have you ever felt like God abandoned you? He didn't. He's there. It was paid for on the cross. He wants you to trust him. Everybody say, trust him. He is Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, our peace. The Lord who makes us at one again, whole again. Uh, Jehovah Ra'ah, the Lord, my shepherd. Uh, Psalm 23, 1, the Lord is my shepherd. We have Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. Are you missing something? Are you, um, well, Jehovah Ra'ah first, the Lord, my shepherd. Do you need guidance? Do you need someone to watch over you? He is that. He is Jireh, the Lord, my provider. What are you in need of? He is your provider. Do you need anything? Go to him. He is provider. Everything you need is contained in him. He is Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, our banner, the Lord, our victor, the Lord, our captain, the Lord, our refuge. He is refuge. You can run to him and you will be safe. The name of the Lord, the Bible says, is a strong tower. The righteous run in and they are safe. He is Jehovah Tzidkenu, the Lord, our righteousness. First Corinthians, I think it's first Corinthians. He says, he says that he made him who knew no sin to become sin for us on the cross that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ. And that's the same word where he became sin. He, he embodied sin. He actually didn't have sin put on him. He became that. And then the same word became, become the righteousness of God in Christ means that we embody the righteousness of God in Christ. And he is also Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. What do you need today? He is healer. Ask him for anything you desire and he will give it to you if you ask in his name or because of your relationship with Jesus. Verse 24, until now you have not been bold enough to ask the Father for a single thing in my name. You haven't asked for it yet. You haven't asked for it in the great name of I am. We take all the fullness of Jesus His name, his glory, his virtue as the great I am because of our relationship with him. The Jehovah's, we can ask. And you can be sure that you'll receive what you ask for and your joy will have no limits, that your joy may be full. If you ask it in his name, if it's, you know, we... uh, uh, 
Protestants especially have um, have adopted this thing where we say where we're praying and at the end of the prayer we say in Jesus name like like that's what well no not everything that we ask for not everything that is on our Christmas list is contained in his name now you can ask anything in his name and he will do it what does that mean that means is that if you're interceding for somebody if you're praying for somebody pray it according to his name does somebody have needs pray in that pray for gyra to come upon him or do they need healing pray for healing i i had a couple of incidents when i was working in the healing room years ago and um, <clears throat> i'm hoping to be able to to uh, uh work again in the healing rooms at bethel um, but right now, and, and even outside of Bethel, I've prayed for healing. And I remember one gal, I'm not going to say who she is or where she is because it'll come about, but um, they needed prayer. This couple needed prayer to have a baby. And I, and I prayed that. And I, and I just prayed, Lord, give him a baby. You know, one of the things about being prophetic, I never prophesy dates, mates, or babies. I never do that. But this time... It was like, Lord, open her womb, and God opened her womb, and she had a baby uh, right about a year, less than a year later. I remember a five-year-old girl, she came to the Bethel Healing Rooms, and uh, she was in a wheelchair, hadn't walked in her entire life. Her hip was like up to here, up to her chest. And I remember, I said, uh, I said let's pray. And as we started to pray, my friend and I, as we started to pray, she got up out of the wheelchair and ran around the sanctuary at Bethel five times. I, I believe that that is a prophetic word of the number of grace. God gave her grace to run around. Yeah, she had trouble. Her grandmother was videoing, and you're not allowed to video at Bethel and during the healing rooms. But I let her, because she was showing her mother. Grandma was showing mom that her baby was, um, was running, and it was so cool. I remember a lady came in, I don't know where she was from, uh, one of the Nordic countries, and uh, she couldn't, you know, she, she had one vocal cord, and um, <clears throat> she couldn't sing, and uh, her talking was limited, and so she whispered a lot. Anyway, so as we started to pray, the Holy Spirit came on her, and she was on the floor for about 45 minutes or so. We, you know, Normally what we do is when somebody goes on the floor, we let God take care of them. We put a blanket on them, let God take care of them. And when she got up, she started to sing hallelujah. For the first time in her life, she was able to sing. There was other people that were healed on the streets and, and, uh, and, 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 and at Walmart. I mean, like I would go to Walmart and pray for people and they'd be healed. Because I was praying Jehovah Rapha over them. And I remember that five-year-old girl, she came um, uh, two years later at Bethel when I was, I was worshiping um, during the music, during the worship time. And I felt this tug on my leg and it was this girl. She tugged my leg. She walked up to the, um, to the front where I was. She grabbed, she tugged my, uh, my trousers and... Um, it was beautiful. It was like, wow, she wasn't in a wheelchair anymore. Praise God. 
and you can be sure that you'll receive what you ask for, that your joy would become full, that your joy would have no limits. I have spoken to you using figurative language. Okay, he's used parables. He used figurative speech. He used allegories, parables, metaphors. But the time is coming when I will no longer teach you with veiled speech. This is verse 25. But I will teach you about the Father with your eyes unveiled. That's, that's how it is translated out of the Aramaic. I'm going to teach you about the Father without parables. I'm just going to teach it to you. Verse 26. And I will not need to ask the Father on your behalf, for you'll ask him directly because of your new relationship with me, or you're going to uh, ask him directly in accordance to his character in his name. Here's the thing. Because of the cross, we have direct, direct, we have direct access to the Father. There is one mediator between God the Father and man, and that is the man, Christ Jesus. Okay, so we have the Father, we have us, and we have him. Okay, and he, he, he is that mediator. But now we're not going to need that anymore. Why not? Well, because, um, uh, be, because Jesus goes to the Father redeemed and we can have that relationship with the Father. Do you love that? Verse 27, for the Father tenderly loves you because you love me and believe that I've come from God the Father. He loves you because you love him. If you love his son, you love him. And he shows his love to you. Amen. I came to you sent from the Father's presence. And I entered into the created world. And now I leave this world and return to the Father's side. Jesus can't be any more clear. He's going to the cross. I'm leaving you, but I'm not leaving you alone, he said earlier. He said, I'm leaving you somebody like me, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. He's returning to the Father's side. In Ephesians chapter, uh, I can't remember, I think it's chapter 1 or chapter 2. He says, uh, in Ephesians, he says that we are seated in heavenly places with Jesus, with him. Where is he? He's at the right hand of the Father, and we are seated with him in heavenly places. And, and as the disciple, the disciple said to him, at last, you're speaking to us clearly, not using veiled speech and metaphors, not using parables. Now we understand that you know everything there is to know, and we don't need to question you any further. And everything you taught us convinces us that you have come directly from God. What? It's taken him 16 chapters <laughs> to finally figure it out. And then verse 31, Jesus replied, Now you finally believe in me. And the time has come when you will all be scattered and each one of you will go your own way, leaving me alone. 
And uh, Zechariah 13.7 reveals that prophecy. And he's going to be alone. They're all going to be scattered and he's going to be left alone. And you remember at the trial, and we're going to talk about it when we get there, but at the trial, Peter denies him. The disciples are scattered, especially from the garden. <laughs> and everything I've taught you is so that the peace which is in me will be in you and will give you great confidence as you rest in me. For in this unbelieving world, you will experience trouble and sorrows, but you must be courageous, for I have conquered the world. Cheer up, basically is what he's saying. Jesus has taken away the power of the world, the world system, the worldly uh, system that is around us. He's taken away its power and he conquered it for us. And peace is resting in that victory. So we don't fight for victory anymore. We already have the victory. We don't fight for it. We fight from victory. I remember World War II. I studied World War II in school. And, and, and one of the things about World War II was that the Germans did not yet know that they were defeated. There was still stuff going on after they had surrendered, after uh, Adolf Hitler killed himself, they were still fighting. The Japanese did the same thing after, um, after the emperor signed the surrender on the boat. In this world, the Bible says, verse 33, um, you will experience troubles, you will experience anxieties, you will experience distress. Uh, one version says that you will experience tribulation or persecution. You're going to have sorrows in this world. But he said, be of good cheer, be encouraged, because I have overcome the world. Jesus never promised you a rose garden. But he, Jesus promised you victory in the rose garden. In every rose garden, there's always thorns, and you're going to have them. Situations are going to arise. A close relative will pass away, go from death into life. Somebody is going to get hurt. Somebody's going to uh, be, get, get ill. But be of good cheer because he's overcome. What is it that needs to be overcome? Jesus has already redeemed it. Death, Corinthians 15, 1 Corinthians 15 says, Death, where's your sting? Grave, where's your victory? Jesus conquered death by rising from the dead. Hallelujah. Poverty, lack, that's all paid for on the cross. He is Jehovah Jireh. And I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about mindsets as well. You must be courageous. You must be courageous. For I have conquered the world. Be strong and very courageous. Don't fear. Don't be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go.
Now, Jesus earlier says this, each one of you will go your own way, leaving me alone. But I am never alone, for the Father is always with me. The Father is always with you. Hear me. The Father is always with you because Jesus is in you. And if the Father is always with Jesus, the Father is always with you. God loves you. And he takes you deeper and deeper with him. Amen. That's John 16. We're going to start 17 tomorrow. Uh, I want to tell you, you know, you can go ahead and be a part of this ministry. Uh, like, comment, share this video. You can go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, comment, and share it. You can go to my podcast, Tom and Sarah, you can find it there and you can share them. You can like them. You can comment on them. That's how you can, one of the ways you can help the ministry. Another way, I have two books currently out. One of them is called SOS, A 50-Day Journey into the Heart of God. Uh, another one is called uh, From Breakdown to Breakthrough, My Journey to Soul Health. It's a testimony, but it also gives you resources to find rest for your souls. He says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will give you the Sabbath rest of the Lord. I'm writing a book, another two books now. I'm writing my identity in dealing with soul health and also moments with Jesus. I have another book coming out. It's a, it's a, it's a another version of SOS. Um, Song of Solomon. I'm just going to go into more things uh, with that. It's going to be a devotional. Now, the devotional is geared to five to ten minutes a day. The moments with Jesus are just something that you can meditate on, um, scriptures you can meditate on, and, um, <clears throat> and, and, and so you can help out with those. You can buy those two books that I have out, S um, SOS, 50-Day Journey into the Heart of God, and from Breakdown to Breakthrough, My Journey to Soul Health. You can get both of those books from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, and Walmart, uh, all the dot-coms. And, um, and that helps out this ministry. You can get the books from me, $20. That includes shipping. Uh, you can get those books from me, Tom and Sarah Ministries at gmail.com. You can also get... Um, you can also donate to the ministry, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, uh, Zelle. You can send the snail mail ch checks. You can do that as well. Tom and Sarah, okay? Um, so uh, you can go to my, um, I will post it here, but you can send me an email and I'll show you or send you links on how to give, uh, okay? Uh, well, anyway, that's it for today. Praise God, we made it through uh, you made it through. It's another Friday. Uh, it's a rainy day here in Redding. It's funny because Redding is the sunniest place in California. And right now it's raining. <laughs> that makes me laugh. Anyway, praise God. God bless you today. Walk in him, love him, honor him, and let him fill you with his joy and fill you with his peace. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time.